Well, hello, beloved family. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And beloved, today we have something more to think about. Let me ask you this question. Can a man, another human being, curse another man and turn him black? What do you say? We're going to get into the scripture and find out. But before we do, I just want to say thank you for being patient with me. Savannah's back in town and the hard, the rough part of what I was dealing with is is over. Still dealing with some things, but um, it's better now. Um, and I had to get some medicine for my little dog, Teddy, who will officially be 17. Yeah, says the same, and he lives to make it to the 11th. And he was really <laughs> having times where I couldn't do anything, basically, and he couldn't help it uh, with his... The, the dementia thing messed with his mind, so they ended up having to give him um, seizure medicine because when he would go off, it's like there's no stopping him, and he just wouldn't stop barking and crying. And you know, it was, and it was terrible for him too, you know. And uh, so they gave me that, and then his heart started failing on him, so um, got the medicine where he's breathing better. So he's sleeping now, and. Uh, my mind is a bit better. You know, I know he's older and he's going to have to leave me. And he's been fighting to stay with me. So I said, Father, I want him to be here as long as he wants to be here. But I just don't want him hanging on suffering, not me. I'm, You know, I want what's best for him. So um, we will see what, what will happen. Only Yah knows when he will leave. Doctors say it could be any time that his organs are failing. But, you know, we will see. And in the meantime, I'm praying that I can be ready for that, as ready as you can be. You know, someone that you had, something you've had since they were six weeks old, and now they're going to be 17 and leave. That's a lot lot of years with you, you know. (laughs) So just letting you know what's what's been going on over there. And a few other things. But first, right now, Father, we just thank you right now as we come together to discuss this really serious and touchy subject. You know the truth. And I pray, Father, use me to release the truth. Let me not give my agenda, but your truth. So right now, I surrender my mouth to you. I surrender my mouth and my mind to you. And if there's anything that I have written down or that I'm going to say if that's not right with you, please let me know and I will change it. I will change it. So, Father, I pray this. Let your will be done. For we know that is good. For Yahusha, he who's known as Jesus, is our shepherd and we shall not be in want. And I also like to pray, Father, for these wonderful chosen few that are listening. I pray that they are being Baruch, blissed, in their finances, in their relationships, in their careers, and workplace, and or ministry, 
businesses, in their body, that there'll be no sickness, and know that though the world is turning around crazy, like trying to be in a uh, basket on its way to hell, you are still in the blessing business. You are still doing miracles and signs and wonders. There are still people progressing and, and being elevated. You will always be who you are. You don't change because what the world is doing. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's perfect. That's powerful. That's wonderful. That's perfection. That's good. That's healing. That's provider. That's everything that we could think of that we would need. You are goodness. You are power. You are love. And you are faithful. Too faithful to fail us. You're too faithful to fail me. You're too faithful to disappoint me. You've proven yourself in my life. And I've come to realize you're too faithful to fail me. In the name above all names, I believe, which is Yah. Yahusha, the only begotten son of Yahuwah. The lamb of Yahuwah is called Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, let's get to it, beloved. Can a man curse another man and turn him black? Let's start off by reading scripture. I know what Dr. Miles Monroe said, you know, got to stick to the scripture to protect yourself. <laughs> the late great Dr. Miles Monroe. I'm going to start reading Pharisees, which is Genesis 9, 18 through 29. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Jephthah. And Ham is the father of Canaan. There are, these are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be an husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of wine, of the wine, and was drunken, and he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham the father of Canaan, saw, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japhat took a garment, Japhat or Japhat, took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he said, Blessed be Yahuwah Alua, the Bible says, the Lord God of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. Yah, written God, shall enlarge Jephet, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, and all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. 
Okay, beloved, the misconception of slavery concerning the so-called curse of Ham. The curse of Ham was supposedly to be biblical justification for imposing slavery and racism upon melanated, or you would say black, people. Now regarding this matter, Martin Luther King calls such an attempt a blasphemy that is against everything that the Christian religion stands for. Dr. Martin Luther King. Nonetheless, the so-called elite, so-called elite intellectuals, who are they? Ashkenazi Jews, the imposters, were successful in establishing the Hermetic misconception as a valid justification for slavery and racism. Also, Southern slave owners faced with the abolitionist movement to end slavery. Now, you should read Revelation 2, 9 and Revelation 3, 9. I know as you say, Ashkenazi Jews, the imposters. Read Revelation 2, 9 and Revelation 3, 9. Continuing. So, this so-called curse of Ham by God, which is the Bible says, was the only grounds which, now listen to this, Christian slave owners could use for their defense of slavery. Christians did this. Okay? They used the Bible, turned it around for their gain, and that's why so many of our people, the, the melanated people, are were against Christianity and the Bible. There were things changed in, in, in this book called the Bible, which is, the word Bible is pagan. It's a sabar. Um, they, they even took his name out almost 7,000 times. Took Yahuwah out. It was Y-H-U-H. No V, no W. And they took it out and replaced it with Lord and God. Almost 7,000 times. And they took his son, Yahusha, who's called Jesus out, his name out, uh, what is it, one, like 1,023 times, and replaced it with Jesus and with Christ and Lord. There. <laughs> well, see, that's because they were put in a position when they came into Jerusalem, which people would say Jerusalem, they came in to be protected for protection. And while they were protecting them, they lived there and got in their good graces, and they foolishly made them the bookkeepers. And they became scribes. What did they do? They wrote things in and changed things. And wrote themselves in. Okay, well, that's another. I'm, I'm digressing. I'm going someplace else. Anyway, let's stick to the thing. Christian slave owners want to use this as their defense for slavery. Now, let's find out what was Ham's offense against his father to cause him to curse his son Canaan? Noah cursed him. Not Yah, not God. What was Ham's offense? It, and, and it would say, I read on the internet, it is uncertain what the precise nature of Ham's offense is. Oh no, I know exactly what his offense was. This is the biggest mystery to some is why Canaan, and you know, yeah, this is the big mystery. Why was Canaan cursed instead of Ham? 
when you find out the truth, you understand. Okay, let's start off with, what did Ham see? Let's go back here and see. And uh, Ham saw the nakedness of his father, right? Okay. What exactly did he see? Well, remember Reuben's sexual sin with his father Jacob's concubine? Bella, I think it was. That's what Ham did when he uncovered his father's nakedness. He slept with his mother. You might as well say, took advantage of, of rape his mother, Noah's wife. And isn't that in scripture where he Noah had more than one wife? There's only one mentioned. So that was his mother. Yeah, Genesis 9.25, Cursed is Canaan, Noah said to him, You caused me, and there's another one, this is, this is written in another scripture, You caused me not to have a fourth son, or another one to serve me. May your fourth son, Canaan, be cursed by serving all, the offspring of these greater ones. That's written in, uh, one of the, in, in the, some of the books that were taken out. But now some are saying that Canaan is not the fourth son, that he's the second son. You know, but Noah had, Noah had only three sons. He could not have a fourth son with his wife now. No. She was defiled by his son, Ham. And guess, guess what? Canaan was Ham's first son, right? But it was, I mean, fourth son. It was his fourth son by his mother. He got his mother pregnant. That's why Canaan was cursed and not Ham. Now, Noah couldn't have a fourth son, but Ham was having a fourth son. He impregnated his mother. Now, this is food for thought. Something more to think about. You don't have to agree. We can agree to disagree. But this is something for you to think about. That's what this that's what this podcast is about. Giving you something more to think about. Okay, now. So Noah won't, won't be able to have a fourth son. So don't you think that would make him upset? Canaan have a fourth son? He can't have any more? I mean, she's defiled. He can't even touch her. Let's go to the scripture where it tells you just that. We're going to start Leviticus 18, 6 and 7. None of you shall approach to any that is near of kin to him to uncover their nakedness. I am Yahuwah, written, I am the Lord. The nakedness of thy father or the nakedness of thy mother shalt thou not uncover. She is thy mother. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Sleeping with his mother or his father's wife, even if it, was, if, 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 if it wasn't his mother, his wife, well, she was his mother. 
is uncovering his nakedness. I'll read um, 7 in another uh, version. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father. That is the nakedness of your mother. She is your mother. You are not to uncover her nakedness. Okay? Let's go to Leviticus 18. Leviticus 18.8. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. You know? So forget that home, homosexual thing that it was a homosexual act. <laughs> it was not. That's why his brothers went backwards with the blanket and wouldn't turn around because they didn't want to look at their naked mother. That's why they went backwards and carried on their shoulders and did not turn around. I'm sure they had seen their father naked before. <laughs> you know? Let's go to Ezekiel 22.10. In you, they have uncovered their father's nakedness. In you, they have humbled her who was unclean in her ministerial impurity. This is written in um, another, uh, one of the books that were taken out of Genesis, another part of Genesis that was taken out. I, I didn't realize I left this in here. Okay, so we established, we established that um, Canaan was Ham's son by his mother. And Canaan is the father of the Canaan. Canaanites. He's the, you know, yeah. All right. And uh, this is not a long podcast. Genesis 9, 25 again. He, and he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, shall he be unto his brethren. He was upset. Wouldn't you be? I mean, you, 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 you did this horrible thing with your mother, his wife, while they're then drunk, and then impregnate her to have another son, and now it, you know, disabled him from having another son. So you must remember, the curse was made by Noah. Hello? It was made by Noah. Not by God. Not by Yah. A human cannot curse another human being and turn him black. Beloved, to believe that is just ignorance gone to seed. Is too dumb to live and breathe. That's what it is. Out of the mouths of Andrew Womack, too dumb to live and breathe. Ignorance gone to seed. You plant it and it grows. That is just someone using this so that they can do the evil that they wanted to do. I mean, Come on now. Who, who would really believe that? Unless you're just totally ignorant. You know, uh, to be something, to hear something to think about. All of his sons were melanated. Hello. And so was he. Now, in, uh, in Enoch, some of the books that were taken out, uh, Noah was an albino. So that's something worth it. They said Noah, Noah was an albino. Albino is Noah's father. When he saw him, it says in there, he was afraid of him because he looked like the offsprings of the fallen angels, the tall whites. That's what it says. Because he, 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 his skin was, was so white and he had 
the light-colored eyes. Yeah, he he didn't think that was his son. Now, see, you won't have that in your Bible because they have 66 books, but there are so many books that they've taken out. And Enoch is one of the books they mentioned, 13 books that are in the book, that book called the Bible, which is the Tafar. Bible is, a, is, is pagan, and it's a name of a pagan god, if a goddess uh, has something to do. I think, is that the one with a, a nymphomaniac? <laughs> it, it hasn't, it shouldn't be that. So, uh, lost my chain of thought. <laughs> oh. So, anyway, yeah, I really did lose my train of thought. Where, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, well. So, we're talking about, we've established you cannot turn someone black. Oh, we're talking about how books about, yeah, Noah, Noah being written as like being, being an albino. You know, there were albinos. Africans right now today are, are so-called melanated people like can have a white child, um, an albino, but another national, a white, yellow, or red, red child cannot have a black child. So, something, this is to give you something more to think about. Well, all right, then. There's um, not too much more to say. It's just... I mean, how unfortunate they use this for their to their advantage, and to and like I say, they're imposters. The very people who were and are the chosen, the descendants of Yah, of of Yasharal, of Jacob. By the way, Israel was what they call Israel was not a place. It was a people, and it wasn't Israel. It's Yasharal. In the original Yahudith language, there was no J. No E, no W, no I, or V. And they did have vowels when they created this other language and put um, vowel points, but they say that the uh, old language didn't have any vowels. That's not true. They had five, possibly six. And that language that they call Hebrew is a combination of, it's got a little of the original, original language, and uh, it's got some German, some... Um, Greek, a lot of different languages. I can't think of all of them. Now I'm going blank. Um, European languages. And uh, some Babylonian and Phoenician. Hello. So, uh, and there were no vowel points. Come on now. Well, you think they did not have any vowel points? That's another thing to have to be too, too dumb to live and breathe to believe that. They just used that for their own, to, to put a fake language, their own language. Now they got the language, they wrote it in the, in the Bible study, in your Strong's Concordance, and all this stuff. You have to go deeper, man. This, I mean, this is deep. This is the deep. This is the great, this is the greatest lie. This is the big lie. I didn't even know I was going to go <laughs> this deep into it. But anyway, enough said. The answer is no. Another man cannot turn another man black. And Noah cursed Canaan, not Yah. It's in the scripture. All right, beloved.
I hope you got something out of this. And remember now, this is food for thought. Something more to think about. Some of you may get angry or, or you disagree, but we can agree to disagree. This is to give you something more to think about. Why just have one little thing? Open your mind and research. You may just find some of the things, some of the things that I'm telling you, you'll find it for yourself. That's what I did. My mind was closed. And, and I, when I opened it, I found a lot of things of, whew, like the truth about the rapture and so many other things. Okay, <laughs> time to go. Thank you, beloved. Uh, thank you for your patience uh, being here. I'm, I'm just taking for granted that you're still here. You're still here and you're here with me in my home sitting at the altar. And I'm there with you and yours. Remember, we love you here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry. And on that note, I'd like to say, until we meet again, beloved. Y'all willing, of course, and I live to do so. Shalom. Peace be with you. Let the truth make you free. Bye-bye, beloved.